What is going on, guys? Robbie here from the Big Red Express. Hope you're doing well. Doing pretty fabulous myself. It is the official games prediction podcast. I know there's no music to kind of lead us into it, but I figured I didn't want to waste time with music when I could just get right in to the nitty gritty with everything going on in the CrossFit world. So many things have been talked about. So many things have been announced since our last podcast episode a couple of weeks ago. And I needed to break it all down since it is officially the Monday before the CrossFit Games get started on Wednesday. I'm excited to bring all the preview that I have to you. Again, I'm recording this on Sunday to be released first thing on Monday. And you know what? It is so great to be able to be with you once again. We can't talk about the CrossFit Games without first starting with Reebok. In their announcement last week, we were going to do a special kind of on-the-fly CrossFit Games episode with this Reebok information, but you know what? I figured I'm going to wait till it all comes together. I'm going to do one big super show. Probably going to be a little bit longer than our normal shows, but that's okay. I hope you don't mind it. I, of course, don't mind it one bit. And it's so great to be with you. It's so great to have everybody along for the ride. We hope you are doing well today and you are listening to this in preparation for, I think, what's going to be one of the most monumental games in history. I know we say that every year. I know that's something that, oh, this is the best games year forever and ever and ever. Amen. It seems like it gets better and better as the year goes on, but I'm really excited about this year. And one of the reasons I'm most excited is because of the Reebok announcement. Reebok announced it's going to be putting a, a right around a million dollars in additional prize money for individuals, teams, masters, and adaptive athletes. So this is the cool part. It's not only for the individual and teams on the professional side. It's also for the masters, the teens, and the adaptive divisions. If they wear Reebok shoes and they have to sign an agreement before they all do this, if they sign a contract saying they will wear Reebok shoes for the CrossFit Games. They have an opportunity to win $10,000 per eligible event, which is all the events. All the events except for like the swimming events. I would love to see somebody try and wear Reebok shoes for the swimming events just to see if they could win it and try to get that extra money. Obviously, these swim events do not have eligibility for this because most likely nobody's going to be wearing shoes while paddleboarding or swimming. So for all eligible events, it's going to be $10,000 per eligible athlete, which means $13,000 if you place first in the event and you're wearing Reebok shoes. Of course, you have to be wearing Reebok shoes. This gives a great incentive for athletes, though, to wear Reebok. It's a great marketing ploy for Reebok. And if you wear the shoes, say you're a Reebok-sponsored athlete and you're already going into this event and these events as one of the favorites, like a Scott Panchik, a, a Noah Olson, not a Noah Olson, a Pat Vellner, a Fikowski, those guys that are already sponsored by Reebok could be some great, great money for them by the week's end. I'm excited, guys. I really am so excited 
to see that Reebok is doing this, not just for the individuals and the team divisions, but also for the Masters teens and adaptive divisions. It's not as much money for the the Masters teens and adaptives, but it's still money that they weren't going to get regardless. You get a first place finish and you're wearing Reebok shoes for the Masters teens or adaptive divisions, you're going to get $1,000 for first place, 500 for second place. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Hats off to Reebok. Noble came out and said, this is so awesome. They support it. And I really hope this starts a great trend going forward because let's be honest, that has been one of the biggest complaints that I think we have had as a CrossFit game society, as a fan base, is we want the athletes to get paid better. They need to get paid more. The the semifinal payouts were absolute rubbish. They were garbage, especially with all the money that CrossFit is making off of these athletes for them to only make a really a fraction of what they deserve. Big shout out to Reebok for making it very awesome to see who can actually get up there. And it makes it awesome and a big plus to wear Reebok gear or Reebok shoes during these eligible events. So big congratulations and a big, big shout out to Reebok. I love this. I've been a fan of Reebok since day one in CrossFit. I think it's just great for the sport. I think this is going to start a trend for future games that Noble is going to put up the big paychecks, the big payouts for each event, the the big purse at the end of the event. But if other sponsors can think about all the money Reebok is essentially saving by not being the title sponsor of the games, but having this caveat, I think it's a great thing for for I think it's a great thing for Noble to partner with these uh, not necessarily partner with these companies, but if Companies want to say, hey, athletes, if you wear my gear, if you wear this shirt, if you obviously they're going to have jerseys on, but if you wear our shoes, this is a great opportunity for you to make more money. I would love to see that going forward with any other type of uh, of equipment. I, I don't know what it could be. Maybe it's like a sweatband or whatever the case. I, I don't know, but I'm sure you can get very creative with how you can do this. So big shout out to Reebok. Wanted to get that out first and foremost because – it's something that we have talked about. It's been an ongoing issue, and it's been an ongoing conversation within the CrossFit community, and that's getting athletes paid a lot more than they're getting paid right now. And this is a great step in the right direction. I can't wait to see all the athletes that are wearing Reebok shoes to absolutely dominate and get as much money as they can. I love it. Okay, next topic. Dave Castro released just a couple of days ago the cut schedule for the CrossFit Games. It looks like it's going to be the top 40 for Thursday or for Wednesday and Thursday or Thursday, Friday. I don't even exactly know how it's working. I think it's going to be until the weekend. It's going to be all 40 athletes, and then once it comes the weekend, it's going to be all 30 athletes on Saturday, and they're going to cut it down to 20, and that's going to be for the rest of the competition on Sunday. First and foremost, I'm just going to come out and say it. I hate cuts. I hate that you're making these athletes spend thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars to come to the CrossFit Games just to get cut after a couple of days. I don't think it's fair. I don't think it's right. A lot of people out there are complaining to to themselves and, and complaining to all the people that are like, this isn't fair. Like, well, why would you even spend thousands and thousands of dollars just to go to the Games just to be cut anyway if you're not even going for a chance to win the top, you know, getting in the top, 
uh, top 10 or whatever. Well, you know what? It's all about experience. If you are, this is the Super Bowl, essentially. This is the Super Bowl. And I'm not saying that you can't have, they did have cuts. That's what the Open was for. That's what the quarterfinals were for. That's what the semifinals were for. That's three rounds of cuts that you already did to make it to the CrossFit Games. And I understand, yes, you could call this the playoffs, but I call the Open. I call the... The, the quarterfinals and the semifinals, all part of the playoffs to get to this big, big event. And I just don't think it's fair for the athletes. I don't think it's fair to the spectators who are coming to visit and watch their favorite athletes compete. Yeah, top 20 is a little bit better than top 10 to finish off at the end of the competition. I get that. And I'm okay with the, with the 20. If they're going to do cuts, I'm glad they're only cutting it to 20. And that's going to be the final cut. But I don't like the opportunity for these athletes to come and travel all this way to potentially have to quarantine to get back to their countries, to have to spend all this money just to be cut after a couple of days of competition and not be able to compete in every single event. I think it's lazy. I think it's lame. And I absolutely hate it. I hate cuts at the final stage of a big competition. Again, the quarterfinals, the semifinals, and the open are all cuts. You want to have cuts? Make cuts bigger there. If you want to send less people to the games, have it only be top three at the CrossFit semifinals. Whatever you want to do, make the cuts there. Don't make the cuts after people pay thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars. And also, don't announce it, Dave Castro. Don't announce the cuts three days before the CrossFit games are supposed to start. What a low blow to the athletes. What a low blow to the competition. And man, if I was an athlete right now that flew halfway across the world to compete at the CrossFit Games, I would be absolutely pissed off to think, man, I could get cut and not even finish the entire competition. What a low blow to the athletes that worked their ass off to try to get to there. Whatever hoops they had to jump through to get to the CrossFit Games. And I know I'm getting fired up. I apologize. But I think this is an issue where it's just Dave Castro having too much power. I think Dave Castro over the last couple of years has done a very good job programming the CrossFit Games. This has nothing to do with the amount of programming or the quality of programming that he has been a part of over the last couple of years. I have nothing wrong with the events they've come up with. I have nothing wrong with the way they've done the cuts last year because of the pandemic and having to to make it only five people going to Madison or to California. I get that. I completely, completely understand why that's a thing. But to announce it when you did, why couldn't you have come up with this before athletes made arrangements? It's all about the money. And that's why I think athletes are paying to to go to the CrossFit Games. First off, they've got to pay to get there. They have to pay to compete. There's an entry fee to compete. At the CrossFit Games, they're paying all the all this money for flights, hotels, spec, all this stuff. I just don't think it's fair. Maybe I'm in the minority. Maybe people will be like, oh, it's a participation if you're just letting everyone. You know what? These athletes work their ass off. If you want to do cuts, make them 
during the semifinals. Plain and simple. Only have the top three qualify and then have a last chance qualifier for three more athletes if you really want to make cuts before the competition. But don't have athletes come and spend all this money to make it to Madison if you're just going to cut them after two days of competition, two or three days of competition. Like, what a bunch of BS. I'm sorry. And again, I know I'm getting upset. I know I'm getting animated. But that's just the way that I feel. I don't think it's right. I think it's messed up that they're doing this. But again, a lot of people are going to say, well, if you don't think you could win, why even go in the first place? It's all about experience. They they worked their ass off. Maybe this is a one time in their life they've actually qualified for the CrossFit Games. And you got to do what you got to do to get there. I understand that. I just don't think it's right for them to, first off, announce it so close to the start of the Games after everybody's probably already already on their way to Madison. And secondly, just to do it when people have already paid thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars to make arrangements to be there all weekend, just to be cut after a couple of days. Like what a, what an absolute slap in the face from CrossFit to their athletes. I just don't think it's right. I think the cuts are, they are appropriate during the open, the semifinals and the quarterfinals. And I thought that was the only form of cuts that we were going to get this year. Unfortunately, it's not, Bad job on Dave Castro. Bad job on the CrossFit Games staff as a whole. I hope they hear the feedback that maybe I'm putting out there or others are putting out there, but they probably won't. They're too egomaniacs. They're they're too big-headed to take advice from anybody around them. They're going to they're going to it's going to stay this way until someone comes and takes charge. But unfortunately, I don't think that's going to happen anytime soon. As long as Dave Castro's at the helm, I think his ego's too big to have anybody else um, other than his kind of inner circle to do anything, plain and simple. Again, I know I'm getting heated. This is a big controversial take probably. Maybe I'm in the minority, but I don't believe it's right to cut athletes this late in the game. So now that all that all the housekeeping is out of the way let's get into our predictions we're going to talk about the men first and then the women the fields are stacked we're going to start with the men because it's the first year in five years actually this is the first time ever that we are going to have a new crossfit games champion i think the first time in almost five years that we are going to have a brand new crossfit games champion there are no veterans game champions in the field it is going to be exciting pandemonium the field set. Let me run down my top five and le- you let me know what you think. If you like this top five, leave me a voicemail. Give me your top five. We'll love to get your opinions. And then we'll check back next week and see how we all did. All right. In number five and fifth place, I got Cole Sager. This is a guy that's been around for a long time. A CrossFit Games veteran. Always seems to do well. He is guaranteed a top 10 finish. I think he's going to be able to make those cuts. And because of the cuts, I think he's going to be able to make it in that top five by weekend's end. And I got him in fifth place. In In fourth place, he is technically, I would say, the betting favorite coming into this event since since he's pretty much the highest finisher from last year's CrossFit Games. That's Justin Medeiros. I got him coming at number four, not making the podium this year. No fault to him. He's got a great, great future. I think he's going to be great for the CrossFit Games moving forward. This is an awesome, awesome kid, and I can't wait to see what he does. At first, I wasn't really a big fan of Medeiros, but I will tell you this. I've warmed up to the kid, and I'm excited to see how he does. Hopefully, he surprises me, but nonetheless, I got him in fourth place. In third place, 
place. One of my favorites. One of the crowd favorites, I think, of all time. Noah Olsen. He is going to be there. He's going to want to redeem himself from a, I would say, a moderate and disappointing finish last year at the CrossFit Games, getting fifth place. I think he got fifth place. Um out of five in the final CrossFit Games. Yes, he made it. I think he's going to want to prove himself. I know this year has been great for him just with everything going on. I hope he has a big, big year, and I think it starts with no Olsen on the podium in third place. In second place, this everybody is saying this is the guy to beat. He has been there before. He didn't qualify last year for the top five for the CrossFit Games, but I don't think he's going to get that CrossFit Games title this year. Do I think it's coming in the future? Yes, 1,000%. But I truly believe that Pat Vellner is going to be a lot of people's favorite to win the Cole thing. I don't think he's going to do it. I got him in second place. In my first place guy, maybe this is biased. This is one of my guys that I have had on the podcast. We've obviously had Pat Vellner and Noah Olson. We've had a lot of these guys on the podcast. I'm pretty sure we've had Cole Sager as well. Let me tell you, Scott Panchik deserves the fittest man on earth crown. He has been the ideal of consistency over the years did not qualify for the top five a lot of things have changed over the past couple of years from him going from team to to individual and back and forth and back and forth he's back i think he is the proverbial favorite and he's a guy that nobody's not a lot of people are talking about to be the favorite to win but it I'm not I'm not denying Scott Panchik that podium definitely gonna get top three I don't think it's a question of can he get on the top on the podium? It's can he get to the top of the podium? I think he can. Scott Panchik will be your 2021 fittest man on earth for the first time. Finally, getting on top of that podium, and this time on top where it counts. He's also a Reebok athlete, so no, maybe not. I don't know. I think he's a, he may be an innovative athlete. I don't know. But he was he used to be a Reebok athlete, so if he wears Reebok shoes, watch out. He could be getting in for a bigger payday than the rest. Let's talk about the females. A heavy, heavy favorite at the top. A lot of young guns on her tail. Here are my top five for the women. We got Mallory O'Brien coming up in fifth place. The I would say the biggest up-and-coming rising youth star of the CrossFit Games. I think she is heads and I think she's very, very far ahead of where she is at the uh, at the end of all this. I think she's going to be a big, big deal coming forward, and I cannot wait to see her perform at this level with everybody involved. A lot of people even have her beating Tia Claire. I don't see that happening this year, but she's going to make a top five. Very, very impressive performance at the semifinals. Can't wait to see what she does at the CrossFit Games. Carrie Pierce in fourth place, not getting on the podium this year. And uh, you know what? I think it's a smart play. I think see, there's a lot of people out there that have that should have her in the top five easily. I think she's going to be one of the top Americans to finish. I don't think she's going to be the top American to finish, unfortunately. But she's got a lot of upside. She's going to perform incredibly well. And I hope she surprises me. I would love to see her on the podium again. I just don't see it happening this year. Number three, I got Haley Adams coming off an impressive performance in that top five qualifying last year for the CrossFit Games. And let me tell you, she is someone that there's a lot of youth on this leaderboard. There's going to be a lot of youth on this leaderboard the entire week. 
This is someone that I think is going to be the next in line to maybe dethrone Tia and those veterans after a couple of years. Do I think it's going to happen this year? No, but will she get on the podium and will she do enough to get herself on the podium? 1,000% yes. In in number two, the reigning defending Probably fittest woman in history, Tia Claire Toomey in second place. And man, that leaves a lot to be discussed because a lot of people are probably going to have her as the odds on 1,000%. I'm sure Vegas has her at minus 500 to win the CrossFit Games. I don't think it's going to happen this year because I think it's going to go to one of her country women. And that is Kara Saunders. I've got Kara Saunders. She's come so close so many times. I truly believe that we missed out on an incredible performance and an incredible face-off in the semifinals. Obviously, Tia was unable to go back home and compete against Kara, but I think it's going to be a Kara and Tia show all week long. Cannot wait to see some epic finishes between the two of them. So that's my top five for the men. Cole Sager, Justin Medeiros. Noah Olsen, Pat Vellner, and Scott Panchik in reverse order. And then my top five for the women, Mallory O'Brien, Carrie Pierce, Haley Adams, and Tia Claire Toomey. And, of course, your champion in 2021, Kara Saunders. No Annie, no Katrin. They're going to be in the top ten. They're not going to be in the top five. We hope you guys have enjoyed this preview, this super episode of the CrossFit Games on the Big Red Express. We have jammed a lot of information. If you missed any of it, go back anytime. This is going to be staying up forever wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great, great week. Drop your uh, predictions for the CrossFit Games in our in our in our DMs on Facebook, Instagram, wherever you are listening on a voicemail, drop them. We want to hear your predictions for the CrossFit Games. Excited to see what happens all week long. Maybe you'll get some bonus episodes from us all week. You just have to wait and see. We'll talk to you later, guys. Enjoy the week. Later.